This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Welcome to it on a thirsty Thursday. I'll be on my own for this one. At least Thirsty Thursday, not on my own for the show. Joined, as always, by the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, Big 8 Rookie of the Year, all-around good guy, Eric Strickland. About to travel the world, Stricky on stream. What's up, my guy? How you doing? Man, just trying to get all this stuff, uh, (laughs) you know, it's the tedious stuff of you getting all the little things that you know that you can't get (laughs) and that you need the medications that you need, all Mm -hmm. that stuff, man. You just got to got to get that you know your vitamins and all that good stuff uh but yeah the the main part of it is done man now we're on the block it's a it's a great day let's get it okay over your left shoulder who are you locking up uh travis best ah old school travis best yeah two lefties getting after it nice (laughs) if you're not on stream make sure you get there to see strick locking up travis best uh we can do that thanks to starter Heyman jewelers who provides our stream on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. They also uh, sponsor our text line, 402-464-5685. If you've got thoughts on anything we're talking about, and of course, as always, a big shout-out to Allo for sponsoring Channel 961 statewide across the great state of Nebraska. Plenty to get to here this show, Strick. Let's just jump right in. Husker football started their mat drills, their, their kind of winter conditioning workout regimen today, or not today, started yesterday. I just want your thoughts, generally speaking, as a college athlete, what's your mindset going into winter conditioning? It's the off season. You can see, you know, the first practices of the year on the horizon, but you're not there yet. What's your approach? What's your attitude got to be going into conditioning? Well, it's, it's, it's definitely areas of weakness, right? That I've maybe saw last year, right? Mm -hmm. Um, For example, if, some things I talk about with, with Bryce, for example, right. Um, stands up too straight, um, probably in his attacking to the basket. So I would take and observe those things throughout my previous year, things that I need to get stronger on being able to take contact, 
so I would be looking at maybe upper body strength. I would be looking at uh, some my legs and being able to in the fourth quarter or in the, in the second half to really have that strength. So I would be considering everything that maybe I faltered on. Maybe I got a little bit tired towards the end of the season. And then I would work on those things to make sure that I'm I'm ready to go and, and not have that same issue pop up. When we look back at this Husker football team last year's strike, getting out of the gate was a struggle. Sometimes Nebraska didn't always start the fastest. When you look at the schedule for this next year, Nebraska's got to be ready to come out of the gate. I think you can make an argument for Nebraska being favored in any of its first seven games, right? In a quest to get back to six wins and bowl eligibility and beyond. I think starting fast, you know, going into the season will be huge. You set the tone for that in mat drills. You set the tone for that in winter conditioning, right? Just because it's day one doesn't mean that you're slacking, doesn't mean you're easing into it, right? Hit the ground running. But conversely, we talk about Nebraska sitting at five and three going into November, right? With the opportunity to bank wins early in the month before you get to your Big Ten West games against Wisconsin and Iowa. Strict Nebraska didn't do that. Nebraska was let down late in the fourth quarter against Michigan State, against Maryland, and then, of course, against both Wisconsin and Iowa. So just as important as it is for Nebraska to start fast when you look at the schedule and start fast in winter conditioning, for Nebraska to be that 75 rushing yards in the fourth quarter team, for Nebraska to stop letting leads slip away in the fourth quarter, you also have to find a way to dig deep and finish strong, too. Yeah, absolutely. And you and you also find out a lot about uh, what's in the tank, right? Mm. Uh, you push them, you, 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 you go to the limit, push to the limit, you find out uh, who's going to be the encouragers, who's going to be the ones that's going to uplift the group, uh, lead the group, um, not allow their man to fall behind. It, it, mm. It's very similar to what you see when, you know, men or women go into basic training or when they go into SEAL training or when they go into beret training special forces, anything like that. It, it's, it's, it's finding out who one, your weaker links are, who's going to help to pull them up. Who's going to encourage them to become better. Uh, who's going to challenge them outside of the coaches. You get to see a lot of that stuff, but ultimately you want to know who's going to be in the fight with you. And that's not going to give up. It's not going to quit. It's not going to stop when it gets hard. Cause these, these are the hard times. These are the hard moments. These are the times when, you don't really want to go, but this mm-hmm. is a, a very important time when you find out these things. I think that's pretty cool, too, that what Matt Rule did last year when he first got here was implement the you know the different teams that would get points for going to events around campus or you know service and whatever else that they would, would earn points for. I believe I've heard reports that that system is back, and it's not just position group by position group. It's guys you know from different walks of life, from different position groups, different ages, all on teams, right? So you can't just be with your buddies and hold your buddies accountable. You got to get to know yeah. everyone on the team. Hold, you know, your brother, your teammate to your right and to your left more and more accountable. Strick, as I look at who some of the leaders are going to be for this this football team, I go to the lines, offensive and defensive lines. You look at a guy like Ben Scott coming back for another year of college football. Mm-hmm. Bryce Benhart played better football last year. Um, he's back for another year. And then on the defensive line, Maybe the two best players on Nebraska's team are on the defensive line and Ty Robinson and Nash Huttmacher. And I think that it's going to come from those guys in winter conditioning. They've been through it for a year. They kind of know what to expect. But also, Strick, I think it's symbolic leadership too, right? If you're being the leaders in this winter conditioning, you're telling your teammates and you're telling your coaches exactly what you were saying before. 
We want to be the reason we win games. As an offensive line, we want to dominate. We want to get pushed and own the fourth quarter. And as a defensive lineman, it's we're not getting pushed back. We are holding our ground. We're collapsing the pocket. We're going to make everyone else's lives easier. I think that starts here in these first couple weeks of conditioning. I, I, I would have to agree with you. And 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 then you you want to get those guys that are going to take the onus of that, right? Mm-hmm. Let's be honest about it. When Nebraska was at its best, one of the things that they were able to do, they were able to get pressure with only four. Mm-hmm. Like their DNs, their D tackles, the Peter brothers, you know, your Wistrom, your Tomiches, those guys were able to get pressure without having it, it, it was like it was like cherry on top when you blitz. Mm. Like it was like the blitzers, the Terrell Farleys, the Jamel uh, Williams, those guys were getting home, like easily getting home because there was so much worry about the double team. And if you you mask it enough, they were able to get there and and really wreak havoc. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you have an Aaron Donald type at one point with Ndamukong Sue, and you were still able to do a lot of that because he commanded and demanded a lot of help, and you were able to do some things that would help that defense out. So I, I think if they can really take... This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Onus, those, those guys and that are now running this 335, mm-hmm. just figuring out ways that they can be impactful. That means dominating the man in front of you and taking onus of the competition and even if it's not your 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 chance to make a big play or to get that that uh, stop behind the line of scrimmage or whatever the case may be, right? You don't do things like uh, Bosa did in mm-hmm. that game where you literally crashed down. That wasn't you. So you're trying to do something. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The, the play where Mahomes basically faked it in there, and me and Jay were Jay Foreman were talking mm-hmm. about it in, in practice, like. I'm not worried about Pacheco. One, it's going away from me. So that the discipline is Mahomes. Like I'm going straight at Mahomes. And if he doesn't hand it off, I'm planting him. And if he does hand it off, I'm looking him in the face and let him know, pull that thing if you want to. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. That's, that's the way that you keep people honest. So basically doing your job, make, making sure you dominate whoever's in front of you, and, and, and take the onus of the competition in those matters, and, and, and hopefully you can become a better unit, both on the offense and the defensive side. Absolutely. There are other you know leaders on, on both sides of the ball. I think Jamal Banks has had some pretty good reviews to transfer wide receiver from Wake Forest. Um, Stephon Thompson, the linebacker from Syracuse that worked with Tony White before. But Strick, the other element of, of this first winter conditioning that I, I want your input on is the freshman, right? Nebraska's got some pretty high-impact freshmen on campus already. Carter Nelson is not one of them. He'll join the team this summer. But you look at, obviously, Dylan Riola, Daniel Kalins enrolled early. Uh, I believe Grant Bricks is down here as well, Gibson Pyle. Shrek, these are guys that are young. They're clearly talented. We've been talking about them all offseason. What would be your message to the freshmen as they get their first taste of college and college football conditioning? Um, one, you got to understand that the speed is definitely going to change. The physicality is going to change. 
where you might have three guys at a time on, on a unit that's next level type of guys, two at best, a couple, um, you're now pretty much got a, a pretty full team of guys that are the best at what they do mm-hmm. uh, at the craft. Not, not the total best, but, you know, coming from where they've come from, they're some of the best at what they do. So the competition is going to be high. So if I'm a freshman, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, okay, um, like if I'm Grant Bricks, I'm looking at, okay, my foot speed is good. My ability to do, I'm going to operate in my strengths, but I'm going to get stronger. I'm going to get bulker. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that my eating regimen is on point so that I can enhance, get some mass, right. Mm-hmm. To, 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 you know, correlate with my, my foot agility. You know, if I'm a quarterback, I'm working on reading quicker. I'm working on processing a lot quicker. I'm working on, uh, making getting relationships and timing issues with with the receivers that I'm going to be working with in the future who do I like what do I like about them how well is their rant running can I count on them if I put it in the area you know what I'm saying like I'm starting to do all of those things trying to figure out who those individuals are and who those people are that you can rely on who you can count on uh, or in which ways you can get better. If there's something that that if you if you're used to being able to pop out as a running back and just hit the corner and then you know be able to turn the corner and get upfield, that that might change. You might become a one cut guy. Mm-hmm. Work on your one cut. One seeing the hole, seeing the gap, hitting it, getting upfield quickly. You know, so I, I would be processing different things because what you used to do in the high school round. That stuff ain't going to work anymore. Things that you used to get away with, the mistakes you used to make, that stuff ain't going to work anymore. So you have to work on uh, tidying it up on some of those. How important is it that we hear good things about Dylan Raiola and Daniel Kalen out of winter conditioning? Not even spring ball, but out of winter conditioning. Um, It's not going to tell you a whole bunch. I mean, obviously, just their abilities to throw and to make the throws, uh, what level of passes – in in between the seams, outside of the seams, you know what what where where their strengths are. Just identifying those things, and then just uh, being the best at that, which mm-hmm. you do well. And then you know how fast can they process what they're going to see? I think they got games and stuff. Not not games, but mm-hmm. you know, not your trigger, but things that you can do to see. You know what you saw as far as videotapes, and you can. You can do it on the computer and you can figure out kind of what their processing speeds are, uh, what their reads. Okay, what would you do in this situation if this guy got, okay, shift. Like I'm I'm working with them to try to figure out, you know, what what they're seeing um, and and how can they, we help them to, to, to process this information a lot faster. Uh, let's go to the text line here really quick uh, to finish out the segment. Ryan in Nashville says he still thinks that uh, Thomas Fedoni can be something special. Uh, he's a freak specimen. I think he's lost a bit of the freak edge uh, with the two knee injuries. Rick. I mean, one knee yeah. injury is bad enough, but two knee injuries, regardless of the sport you play, no matter how good an athlete you were before, you're probably not getting back from two knee injuries. But in terms of what's coming in at, at tight end to your next question there, um, I'm Ryan. Interesting pieces. Ian Flint, I think, is going to be more of a blocking tight end. He's already 6'4", listed at 255 pounds. I think he's going to be your traditional inline guy, um, power, you know, That's third what Fedoni doesn't do. No. So that's what he... So that's what you talked about, these mat drills. That's the stuff that, if I'm the tight end coach, I would literally be focused on, yo, your inline blocking, bro. If you mm. want to you, you be out here 
full time, you might want to get, you know, that issue taken care of. I think that's mm-hmm. totally fair. I think Flint does have the ability to catch the ball. I'd say he's a kind of traditional Big Ten tight end. You look at Eric Ingerson, right? The guy out of Papillion mm-hmm. who had committed to Pitt at one point. We talked to Brian Munson about him uh, when he flipped. Another big body strike at 6'6", 250. Again, I think we'll start more in line and then maybe work his way into some some receiving capabilities. You look at Danny King, a 6'4", 225-pound tight end out of uh, Bloomington, Minnesota. Um, probably more of that hybrid, right? Not quite as thick as Flint and Ingwersen are. So that's three tight ends right there on top of Carter Nelson, who's listed as a tight end. I don't know if Nebraska is going to use him like we're thinking about in terms of a, a traditional tight end. So yeah. the jury is definitely, definitely still out on that. With regard to Ingerson, I think Ingerson has potential to be. I, I still would like to see more, but watch out potentially for him as a switchover guy. Potentially, mm. like DN? he has the potential to become, you know, also a pretty good DN with his mm. size and his athleticism and his abilities as well. So if, if it doesn't work out, or if it he he's a potential guy who can cross over, it just depends on you know how he feels about it. And we've seen Nebraska's staff be more than willing to do that. You see A.J. Rollins go from tight end to defensive line. Uh, you see Ruquan Buckley go from defensive line to offensive line. And that's something I appreciate about the staff, Strick, is that they won't let a guy fall by the wayside or, or move on from a guy until they've done everything in their power to make him a better football player, to try to find the right fit uh, at a position for a guy, which, which I think is pretty neat. He's Strick. I'm Austin. This is On the Block on 93.7 The Ticket. Big thanks to Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul for sponsoring the show. Check them out down at 29th and Pine Lake. When we get back, we're going to go through the Big Ten football head coaches. What are the tiers? What are the rankings? Where does Matt Rule fit? Where do the new hires fit in the Big Ten? Uh, we'll go through that and plenty more to come on the Big Ten and Husker football front here throughout the show. Don't go anywhere. More On the Block comes your way in just a minute. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.